Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by MasterCard's Chief Security Officer, Ron Green. Welcome, Ron. Nick, thank you. So, what do I ask first of all, I and mean, what, what, what are the greatest concerns that you're experiencing when it comes to cybersecurity risk today? So, what, what, what's happening that's keeping you up at night? There are, there are things that I think about uh, uh, that we all need to be mindful of. Uh, one of the things that uh, I think most often about is just uh, knowing knowing what's out there in the environment um, that uh, it's like security 101 making sure that uh, everything's updated and uh, at the right uh, current version level uh, and are pro appropriately patched not not just in the mastercard environment but just out there in the wild because when those things aren't taken care of properly they become weapons that might be used against us at mastercard i, I think about that most often. I imagine as well, I mean, tying into that is obviously third-party risk and the way that, you know, MasterCard works with a you know, huge variety of entities out there. So, I mean, imagine that is somewhat problematic. Yeah, it plays right into that, right? Because yeah. the, same, the same issues that might be out there for the home user, just making sure that things are properly maintained and taken care of, that could exist within our third parties. That's why it's so important to have, you know, really good you know, validation uh, and control measures around the third parties that we engage with to make sure that you know, they're doing the things that they need to do in order to make sure that I can uh, maintain the promises that I need to for our customers and cardholders. So in, in the last year or so, have, have you seen the threat landscape evolving? Um, well, we have, we have seen different, um, different types of attack at play. Uh, I think the, uh, you know, we've, we've all seen the ransomware at scale, but uh, I think we've also now seen more of the uh, extortion uh, become more center stage or um, there's being there's more of it. I think it's, you know, perhaps they're uh, they're becoming less successful with ransomware and maybe they're the uh, fraud actors are moving more into uh, doing extortion against uh, people. And that's just, you know, using bits of information that they've stolen and other ways and from other places in order to convince the person that they're uh, uh, talking to that uh, they, they've got enough uh, to embarrass them and therefore they should be paid with Bitcoin. So I believe, if I'm right, that uh, MasterCard's invested in a fusion center. I'd like you to maybe explain that and what makes it unique and, and different from a, a standard SOC. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so our, our fusion center is so that we still have a security operations center. Uh, we have two of them, um, but our fusion center is, if if you think about it, the SOC finds an issue and then they bring that issue to uh, a team, a virtual team. Uh, in most companies, in most places, you know, you'll you you will bring in the legal team, you'll bring in the security team, you'll bring in the communications team, you'll bring in the customer relationships team, you'll bring in the technology teams. So you'll you'll create these virtual teams and then you can't get everybody at the same time and then you have different meetings uh, that come up. Uh, and when that happens, uh, you lose time. Things that uh, could be handled in a really short amount of time uh, take much more time because there's a lot of coordination, there's a lot of information loss. How a fusion center really compensates or fix all that is that the fusion center, in the fusion center, all those teams sit every single day. So uh, our fusion center, while corporate security runs it, it's actually 16 different teams across MasterCard, from legal 
to uh, communications, to customer relations, uh, to the product teams, to the uh, operations team. They're all there all the time. And when something comes up, they all are aware of it at the same time. There's no uh, telephone game. It's just um, everyone there at the same time receiving all the information together in order to uh, come up with a holistic response. So obviously we're at the end of the year. So I wanted to ask you what what's 2019 going to bring? What kind of initiatives is MasterCard looking into to protect you know, your cardholders, your merchants, and, and the, the other entities that are obviously very reliant on you being available 24-7? Yeah, so um, one of the – there are a couple things that we have underway. I'll, I'll talk about two of them. One of them is uh, – and you may have seen it. Uh, it's an initiative that we have with Microsoft around um, the digital identity. Um, so one of the – you know, when we see it, when a big breach occurs, um, immediately the identity information for a person is put at risk, um, all from the loss of information from one store. Um, digital identity, we're going to continue to need or rely upon, especially as we do more things in a, uh, in a way that, you know, we're not physically there. Um, so uh, in this effort, You'll actually see us uh, come up with ways to, you know, authenticate uh, and maintain uh, a person's ability, allow them to transact without creating a big store or repository where uh, that information is to be stolen. Um, so um, much in the way that we currently do uh, uh, car transactions where the information that uh, helps you to make a transaction is in different places, we could do the same thing with an identity. And then when you need to make that uh, interaction that justifies who you are, to authenticate who you are, that information comes together for that point in time, you get authenticated, and then it all uh, disperses or uh, folds back to where it belongs. So can I, mean, can I ask is this, I mean, this, this seems like a logical progression from tokenization. Are we effectively talking about tokenizing identities here, or is this something different? Well, it, it really, and I guess that's why we're a great partner for this. It's just, it's continuing, it's the evolution of what we're doing with tokenization, right? It's it's creating what we need when we need it and, and constructing it in such a way that if you were to, to take it or uh, take part of it, it actually isn't the thing that's of value. And and you as the, the person doing the transaction, you get a lot, you get, uh, the control over when that identity is used. Uh, and it's, again, you're right. It's not pers persistent. It's needed. It's created then and only then and available only then. And then it's gone. And then it's, it's no, no longer no longer of any value. So any other initiatives, anything else in the pipeline I should know about, Ron? Yeah, for, for us, uh, protecting MasterCard, um, we're continuing our uh, deployment of uh, orchestration, you know, security orchestration, which will allow us to um, essentially reduce the amount of time it takes us to respond to things, things that would take three days, we can get done in a matter of minutes by um, orchestrating our response and analysis to some of the uh, threats that we see. Okay, excellent. Well, it sounds like you've got a, a busy year next year then, Ron. Um, so obviously, thank you very much for your time. Uh, that was uh, MasterCard's Chief Security Officer, Ron Green. And for Information and Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.